0: Trump signs the terrible stimulus bill, but is it as bad as we think it is? Dave Portnoy helps fund and save hundreds of small businesses faster and better than the government can, and the left is out for blood. We're getting get into all this and more, but before we get into this, please don't be like, subscribe, and the notifications on you every single day. Also, the show is completely funded and supported by you guys. If you become a patron, I will give you a call to say thank you. Patreon.com slash About 50-something more patrons, and I can open up a full-time studio. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this content, so please bear with me. Let's get into this. Trump uses the Impound Control Act to gut wasteful spending while trying to boost stimulus checks. Now we're going to get into exactly what this means and exactly what's going on. But I just want to say there's been a lot of conservatives on Twitter, a lot of prominent conservatives that are outraged and burning their MAGA hats at Trump for signing this stimulus bill. Now, this outrage came in the middle of the night when the bill was signed. I think it was about 10 o'clock on the East Coast. Um, Before they even read anything about Trump, people are jumping the gun too quickly, into having their opinion about what's going on with this stimulus without even reading or waiting for the story to develop or until Trump's plan completely gets um, acted out. So me, as a responsible citizen, like what we tell BLM all the time, wait for the facts. I personally waited for the facts before anything, and these are the facts. President Donald Trump announced on Sunday evening that he was signing the coronavirus stimulus package and a government spending bill and that he would use the Impoundment Impoundment Control Act of of 1974 in an attempt to get Congress to drop what he called wasteful spending in order to get them to boost the coronavirus stimulus checks up to the levels that he demanded last week. As President of the United States, it's my responsibility to protect the people and the country from economic devastation and hardship that ma- that was caused from the, Chinese, the China virus, Trump said. I understand that many small businesses have been forced to close as a result of harsh actions by the Democrat-run states. Many people are back to work, but jobs are still not done until everyone is back to work. Fortunately, as a result of my work with Congress and in passing the CARES Act earlier this year, we avoided another Great Depression. Under my leadership project, Warp Speed has been a tremendous success. My administration and I developed the vaccine many years ahead of wildest expectations, and we are distributing the vaccine and others soon to come to millions of people. He continued, as president, I have told Congress that I want far less wasteful spending and more money going to the American people in the form of $2,000 checks per adult and $600 per child. Now, this is a big thing that I want to talk about. It's, I believe it's going to a vote in the House to, to vote on giving the American people $2,000 checks. Everybody in the House is in agreement. You got Schumer, Pelosi, AOC... Elon Omar and Republicans all agreeing this should be two thousand dollars. So if you're a conservative and you're tweeting and you're mad or you're posting on Facebook and you're mad at Trump signing this act that you're only going to get six hundred dollars, no, that is not what's going to happen. This is going to go to a vote in the House and this is going to go to two thousand dollars per adult. That's what's going to happen. The left wants this, The left wants you to turn against trump over the stimulus bill because they do not want you to show up on january 6th so don't stop rushing so stop rushing to judgment and i can't imagine to all those conservatives that were done with trump in the middle of the night listen this, this is very important because when when we see the left always rush to judgment on anything going on we are the ones that are always take a step back wait for the facts don't overreact don't have a premature opinion. Unfortunately, what the internet does is it forces us to have premature opinions because everybody wants to be the first to comment on a story. I'm guilty of it. Everyone's a little guilty of it, but I can't imagine being done with Trump over a bill that was signed in the middle of the night before he talks about it and before they, they listen to the full story or before the Trump's plan completely plays out. Now, there's one thing that we should have all learned by, from Trump by now is don't rush to judgment. You know, he says things, he does things, and at, at first, like, you know, doing uh, certain types of tariffs, you know, hey, it's a negotiating tactic. It got done. Everything worked out um, for the most part, at least to my understanding. You know, so don't rush to judgment on Trump. There's a lot of people saying that he's been spending too much. Yeah, I'll agree. Trump has been a very uh, heavy spender but he did give us the best economy we've ever seen we have ever seen in history. So there's some, that certain give and take where you can't be completely met. Now is it it's a difficult, more way more difficult type of situation where kind of spending needs to be done because government really screwed up this whole COVID response. And if the government isn't responding properly to the economic devastation, honestly, we're, we're there's gonna be a big mess no matter what's going on. These lockdowns have been way more destructive than any virus could possibly be. That goes without saying. Uh, But the Democrats kind of forced him into signing this because they proposed him a terrible stimulus package. Pretty much like when January 1st sets in, that's when evictions can start. In the original stimulus plan, the the one before this, uh, there was like a federal moratorium on uh, renters that they're not allowed to kick out the rentees. Uh, from their properties uh, until January 1st if they're suffering from COVID-related issues, which is a smart and good move because there's so many people out of work. Uh, this is, I guess, kind of bad for the people who are renting their property. But I believe in this bill, there's, I think, $25 billion, I think. I mean, I don't quote me on this, uh, but there's going to be a lot of money and relief going to the renters uh, to uh, help uh, sort out a lot of that that damage. Um, and also, there's going to be another, I think, month or two month moratorium on people getting evicted. So that's why it was very important for Trump to sign this ASAP. In the terms of the American people need something now before things are too late, um, and the Democrats pretty much forced him to do this. So, so in my personal opinion, this seemed like the the best thing he could have possibly have done in the situation that he was given. You can get mad at Trump for being getting into this situation, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's the Democrats who pretty much created this god-awful bill, just terrible, and Trump needed to sign something ASAP because it's been way too long, and when January 1st starts, the evictions start. So this seems like the best alternative he was faced with um, possible, even though it's just a lot of bad stuff at the same exact time. This seems like the best alternative um, that he was faced with. It's, you know, bunch of red lines, give $2,000, and use, you know— this impound Controlment act. So let's it's, it's read. So Trump said that he would sign the bill along with making many recic- re, uh, rescissions under the Impound Control Act, which allows the president to impound funds when he transmits a special message in accordance with the ICA, the government, the U.S. Government Accountability Office explains upon sending the message amounts proposed for a rec- rescission. I can't pronounce that word. I'm sorry. It's. it's That's just me. That it, uh, that it is for permanent cancellation, maybe impoundment for the period of 45 days of continuous congressional session. I will sign the um, uh, ambibius, and COVID package with a strong message that makes clear to Congress that wasteful items need to be removed. I will send back to Congress a redlined version, item by item. Accompanied by the formal rec- rescission, sorry, <laughs> request to Congress insist that these funds must be removed from the bill. Trump said, I am signing this bill to restore unemployment benefits, stop evictions, provide rental assistance, add money for PPP, return our airlines workers back to work, add sustainability, uh, more money for vaccine distribution and more. On Monday, the House will vote to increase payment from individuals from 600 to 2000 So, I mean, just for all like the Twitter conservatives that are freaking out, they're only going to get $600. Just like I was saying, just because a left wing headline says Trump signs a bill giving U.S. people $600 does not mean that's what's going to happen. Okay? Wait to read it. Wait till the story develops. Wait till you hear it from Trump's mouth. Wait till you read the statements before rushing to conclusions. Therefore, a fam- And people are also saying, oh, like $600 is going to help anyone pay for rent. Well, that's why there's something else in there when it comes to rent. Therefore, a family of four would receive $5,200 he added additionally. Congress has promised that Section 230, which is so unfairly benefits big tech at the expense of American people, would be reviewed and either be terminated or reformed so, uh I mean, that's a little bit unrelated to uh the to the stimulus in my opinion, which should personally should just be a separate issue um i mean let let's see this is the thing let's see how this plays out. Let's see what wasteful spending does get gutted. We're definitely gonna get the two thousand dollars uh f- for um for the stimulus, That that goes without saying. We, we can see everybody's in agreement for that. And for people saying that Trump is just as bad as the swamp. Listen, if Trump was just as bad as the swamp, he would have signed it immediately, no questions asked. He's the one that vetoed it, went on stage, talked about how bad it was, talked about the wasteful and useless spending, and then was literally just faced with a decision that he had pretty much no choice but to, to, to sign it with a bunch of red lines and a vote for $2,000. I mean, That seemed like the best alternative that he was faced with. Granted, I do think the best way to get out of this current situation is to just open the country up. Something needs to be done to open this country up. Boom. Problem, for the most part, solved. And you can just let the free market start to make its recovery back to normal. The more the government gets involved, the more problems are going to be faced with in the long term. Now, uh, let's see. Too many people are formulated their opinions based off the first headline they read to a breaking story. Wait for everything. Wait until it plays out. Don't jump ship because a left-wing headline said a thing. If Trump didn't sign the bill, it would take months to get another stimulus house on the floor. By then, millions of people would have been evicted. Doing a vote for $2,000 and a red line on useless spending just seems to be the best solution for Americans who need the money ASAP. Before everything is said and done, we have Twitter turncoats burning their MAGA hats. This reactionary response reminds me of the left. We had an amazing four years of Trump sad to see so many many turncoats uh, conservative turncoats during the two months of this difficult time. We're seeing also a lot of these turncoat Republicans also telling Trump to just completely give it up just give it up you know just succeed already. Uh, they're doing you know retweeting New York Post articles of the New York Post saying Trump to end the embarrassment just uh, you know just give up the election already. why what why would we end the fight? let's say you don't like certain things about Trump if if we lose the presidency, to Biden. And then we lose the Senate. This country will be a socialist country. I'm sorry to break it to you. We cannot let that happen under any circumstances. So why why are we going to give up the fight? Because Trump did a couple things that you dislike? You're going to, like, come on. At the end of the day, nobody's perfect. At the end of the day, we know he's still fighting for us. At the end of the day, we know he is, honestly, the best direction we can possibly head for in this country. We got to be real with ourselves. When's the next it's going to take us another 4-8 years at least for us to get another really good candidate in there that we know that actually cares and that 99% of the time will do the right thing that we want to see done. I mean, Trump did give us the greatest economy in history. Don't let what's going on with this coronavirus pandemic—I mean, sorry—the lockdown crisis—bog you down on how how on the the great things that he's done. I mean, peace in the Middle East. We have so many amazing things came from the Trump administration. There's some bad things too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. But I mean, just because he does a couple things that you kind of disagree on before you even find out the full point there's no reason to start burning your MAGA hats I mean MAGA it's it's becoming bigger than Trump at this point I mean I think it pretty much is bigger than Trump the MAGA is reshaping the entire Republican Party and heading in the positive good direction we don't like minor establishment types we don't that's what MAGA stands for even if you're you're a little bit upset with Trump because he does a thing listen The left does not, they do not want you to show up January 6th. That is going to be right now. That is the big day. I'm going to be there. I rebooked my entire flights. I even bought a whole new microphone setup because right now I'm in New York. I'm not at my studio. I bought a whole new setup because I figured let me spend some more extra time here. So this way I can go drive over to D.C. and join everything. If you see me there, say what's up. So don't go so quick to burn in your MAGA hats. Wait for the story to develop. Wait to hear from people like me give my opinion. Yeah, I'll be honest. Not everything's perfect. Nobody's perfect. What you think is perfect, I may not think is perfect. What Trump thinks is perfect, you might not think it's like People's ideas of, of perfection is just different between each person. And you're never going to have that perfect candidate. You're never going to have that perfect politician. You're never going to have someone do anything perfect because perfect does not exist. Perfect is not a reality because people's ideas and perceptions of perfect are completely different. So up on screen I have a beautiful video, absolutely amazing, of a small business owner being rescued and saved by Dave Portnoy's Small Business Fund that raised millions of dollars. It is this is an incredibly emotional, this is ama- amazing. What Dave Portnoy is doing is proof that the government sucks and that the free market is better at doing basically anything. In near in just a week, a couple of weeks, not even Portnoy was able to raise nearly $8 million and counting, and then was able to start distributing it to, I think, hundreds of businesses by now. At least 100 businesses, if I had to guess. And he's distributing this money and saving these small businesses. I'm going to just play out some of this video and then continue talking. Let's listen. <laughs> okay, that ruined the video, Dad! <laughs> what? So no. Kevin! Like, <laughs> <up? laughs> oh. He's crying because. You got in. Someone give him a hug. Jesus. (laughs) It's so nice. I'm going to read what it says. This is a must watch. Pony Express dad reaction. This is why I started the fund. To help save the American dream, please donate at barstoolfund.com. Uh, and there's so many videos of this. I'll I'll play another one of him just calling people up and then just saying, "Hey, this is what we got for you. You know, you're you know you're gonna receive some of the fund." Let's see what this one is. Team Barstool. Happy holidays, Merry this Christmas. Is a, this is a Mexican restaurant in New York. Um, I guess maybe this is just somebody. It's listen. Um, well, no one told me I was getting a call, and I don't a random number. So I was like, "Who's this person trying to Facetime me?" And I was like, freaked out. We, we had you like we we're going to try it maybe like five more times, but we we're reading this story. It's like we want to get a hold of you. But yeah, like, well, maybe like whoever it is, if it's a friend, like they'll text me and be like, hey, it's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what's going on? Well, I'm glad to give the call. Have you pick it up because we want to help you with Marianne's. My boyfriend yelled at me. He was like, answer your phone. And I was like, I don't know who's calling me. Did he know? Did he know it was us? Next month as long as it- so i mean it's just it's just him helping out and he's making calls i mean th- th- this is just proof that the free market's infinitely greater than government the fact that people can come together we can pull we can pull 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 we can put together our own resources to help out people in need the fact that we do we do not need government to forcibly take our resources and redistribute our resources to people who may need it, which, let's be real, gets completely taken advantage of more than half the time. We can do it through the free market. The free market is, is way better because instead of the government forcibly taking your money and redistributing it to people who probably don't deserve it, you can say, hmm, I want to give my money to this organization that somebody created with a specific goal to help out people who are hardworking, and we're faced with an economic devastation because of the way the governor tyrants are running their states. And Boink, look, he's he's saving hundreds. He's probably gonna end up saving thousands of businesses, obviously, with the help of his donate donors as well. Now, this this is one thing I do want to call out, and I don't like calling out beef. Um, let, let let me let me pull it up really quick. Now, this is a, a millionaire, uh, Grant Cardone, and I think you guys might be somewhat familiar with him. And I saw this, and honestly, it made me disgusted, and I never, I never like calling people out or starring any type of beef. But I just think that this deserved more attention. So the class act, Grant Cardone, is trying to use Dave's small business charity to promote his convention. Grant is charging 2500 to $10,000 per ticket And he just wants to use Dave's name to bring in more sales. I feel like this deserves more attention. Now, what Grant Cardone does is he's one of those, like, financial investors, you know, oh, subscribe to my program. I'll help you make money. Listen, er listen, people at home. Never spend a single dime on any of that BS, ever. Trust me. Just Google financial advice for free. Anybody that makes you pay for it is full of S, okay? And that's the only reason why they're rich is because they're duping gullible people that are desperate into paying way too much money for their programs. Please, under no circumstances, ever spend a dime on any of those programs. Literally, every single one of them are BS, and the people who are running them are literally paying for Forbes articles to make it seem like they have money when they actually don't. And any money that they do make is off of you guys. So this is what he posted in the comments when Dave Portnoy launched his fund. Dave, I'll throw in $100,000 towards your fund today. Have your team reach out to me. All I ask is that you give me one hour in Miami at my 10x Con 2021. So he's like, what? He's trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm gonna drop a fat stack, you know, uh, I'm gonna do something nice. But I just want you to come over here and say a few words. But it's like, this is this is what the reality translation is. I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars, which is probably less than the price Dave Portnoy would 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 take for an appearance. I'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars, but I'm not gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to your charity, which will be a you know a tax deduction write-off. And then uh, I want you to show up to my Miami event where I'm charging people 2.5 to to $10,000 for a ticket. And when you show up, because now you're you're on our set list, you're on our guest list of speakers, I'm going to use your name and your brand. I'm going I'm going to use your credibility and who you are in order to promote my event in order to make more money and to make more sales. This is nothing but the, uh, Grant Cardone sees this, nothing more than a business transaction to promote his growth con. When And he's trying to to ride the wave of this charity for a little bit of press. And I, honestly, all these types of, I guess, uh, finance people, I mean, they, they all have tons of, like, there's tons of, like, expose I guess, content on them, which a bunch of shady stuff that they have done in the past. Um, I'm sure there's probably a lot on Grant, but that's just something that I'm just... ...viewing from the outside looking in. The Democrats are out for blood. Apparently this is the party of love and unity. F that, I want blood. That's what the actor, comedian David Cross said... In uh, a comment responding to Joe Biden saying, after a year of pain and loss, it's time to unite, heal, and rebuild. Now, we all know what Joe Biden's saying is a bunch of empty BS that was written by his staff writers um, in order to to make the Democrat Party seem like they're the party of peace, love, and unity when they're actually the, the party of destruction. But, you know, the mask slipped a little bit, and David Cross accidentally was honest. And that's what we're seeing a lot with the Democrats. You know, we see that happen with AOC a lot. We see that happen with a lot of these progressive liberals. They're accidentally honest. And when they're accidentally honest, we see their true colors. And the true colors is, F that, I want blood from David Cross. And this is the sentiment that has been, I guess, seen throughout when it comes to a lot of the Antifa types and even a lot of the progressive, I'll say, regressive types. They don't want unity. They want to burn and destroy you. They want to destroy me. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy everything you care about. They want to destroy your business. They want this country to be completely run by the government and which is going to be controlled by big corporations. That is exactly what these people want. They do not want people to stand up for freedom. They don't want you to stand up for your rights. They don't want you to stand up for free speech. They don't want you to stand up for your own civil liberty. They want you destroyed. They, they're out for blood, and they want you. That is all that they want. And it's sick, it's disgusting, but that's the reality that we live in. And Hopefully one day the the pendulum always swings back. And, man, it's always darkest before the dawn. And let's just hope that we're in our darkest moment now. And not our darkest moment in another two years before the midterm elections. Because if we could, if we can really win this one, if we can win this election, I mean, the one thing that I learned from this presidency is that anything is possible. Four years ago, they were saying Trump will never be president. Four years ago, they were saying, oh, Hillary's going to win by a hundred points, whatever. Uh, even just less than a year ago, there'll never be a vaccine. Four years ago, they said Trump was never going to give us a good economy, which he did. Every, every, he defied. All odds, every step of the way. And that's why we should never give up on Trump. Never give up on him, ever. Until the fat lady sings. Until it's all over and said and done. We shouldn't give up on him, because he's constantly defied the odds every turnaround. What makes now any different? Anyway guys, thank you so much for watching. Listen, as the left is trying to actively destroy my life, I need you guys' help and support. If you can, please become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Joey Salas. I need about 50-something more patrons, and I can open up a full-time studio, give you this show, full-time live shows. Make them longer. Make them awesome. Make them, all you know, writers, staffed, whatever. Make them really cool. Need you guys' support. Patreon.com slash Joey Salas. I'll give you a call. Say thank you. If you do become a Patreon. Um also I guess shoot me a text to stay updated, nine one seven five four oh eight seven six eight to stay updated on all the election news. I'll shoot you update text. It's kinda of like my mail, my newsletter. Please like, subscribe, to the post notifications on. New show every single day. Uh what else? And I think that's that's pretty much about it. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Peace out.